Welcome to the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate about helping children to have a strong foundation in Jesus. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I am so happy you've joined us and you are ready to listen to this new episode. I have someone very special and his name is Scott Transky. He and Joanne Miller are co-founders of the National Center for Biblical Parenting and Biblical Parenting University. And he is the pastor of Calvary Chapel Living Hope and an adjunct professor at Concordia University and develops resources and solutions for parents that work. And trust me, his books are just amazing. And Biblical Parenting University, I highly suggest everyone take his classes. Hello, Dr. Transky. Thank you for coming on the show today. Hi, Leanne. It's great to be with you. I really appreciate your ministry and your effect that you're having on Christian parents. Good for you. You're welcome. And I'm just so happy to have you today. And I have to tell my audience that I just graduated from Biblical Parenting University. It's just amazing. And I don't use that word lightly, but it is truly amazing. But my first question I have today is please explain how raising obedient children will help not only to save the soul of the child, but also preserve Christianity. And can you give examples of a child being transformed to follow Christ? That's a great question. You know, God is the one who outlined the job description for children. Many children believe that their job description is to have fun. Maybe sometimes as parents, we contribute to that because as they're going out the door, we say, have fun. And when they come back, we evaluate their life based on that question. Did you have fun? But really what our children need to do is to develop inside of them the necessary life skills to be to go forward in life. They need to learn what it means to be a disciple of Christ. And so God has designed that we as parents teach our children obedience and honor. But let's focus in on the obedience for just a moment. When children learn obedience, they learn how to give up their agenda. They learn how to release the things that they're involved in in order to follow an instruction. They learn how to trust. You see, God has hidden within obedience the life skills that children need in order to be successful in life. Just a few minutes ago, I was interacting with the mom of an eight-year-old and getting them started and working with their son. We didn't use the word obedience because it has a negative connotation in their home. We use the word cooperation, but it's the same thing. These parents want to help their little boy who's eight years old to develop the ability to manage his anger, to be able to be kind to his, his sister. All of those things are so important. And one of the very first things we teach children is how to give up their agenda, how to follow instructions, because then they're learning the very important things that they need to be able to be successful. Emotional health and mental health and spiritual health start with obedience. Why? Because when you learn how to obey, you learn how to give up your agenda. You learn how to release things that you're tied into. Instead of arguing with your mom continually or instead of badgering her about things, you're learning how to trust. You're learning how to give up that agenda. So many parents, when they start practicing these cooperation strategies in the life of a child, see amazing changes take place in that child. Emotionally, they become more stable, these children, they, they, their mental health seems to improve, and they become more open to the spiritual guidance 
that can help them to grow tremendously in life. So I highly recommend obedience. It's, it's God's idea, but it's such a valuable tool that we teach to our children. And children, you know, they can be self-centered. So you're right. I believe that we have to teach them how to obey first. It's so important. Just so important. So the second yeah, so part, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, uh, obedience is just crucial. I would just say that, that when a parent comes to me and says, my child's having an anger problem or my child has a problem with lying, I say, okay, we're going to work on that in week four, starting there in that coaching program the last eight weeks. Let's start with developing a working relationship called cooperation, because then it's in that process where children are learning how to respond to their parents that we're developing this internal mechanism that sets the stage for emotional management, or it sets the platform for integrity to grow. We want to work on, on obedience. It's just strategic. It's not about the tasks, getting the tasks done. And this is what confuses some parents. It's about the process that's going on inside the heart. The child has to uh, leave their agenda, has to do a job with diligence, perseverance, and thoroughness. And then the child has to report back with accountability. Those things do something very important to build responsibility, to open up the heart, to trust. All kinds of good things take place then. Yeah, and your program is just excellent for explaining this and teaching parents how to apply these techniques. So the second question I have is, can you explain the instructional routine, the break, and any other tool you think is beneficial for disciplining young children? Well, okay, so we have lots of tools that we use to bring about change in children's hearts. So you mentioned the instruction routine. What we've tried to do for parents is structure the instruction routine so that it has three stops on it. So that children are going through a process inside of their hearts on a regular basis. This isn't about the tasks and getting things done, although that's what we're going to do. It's about something deeper going on, that children are learning how to give up their agenda, how to follow through. We're building uh, this I need to, this sense of obligation inside of a child's heart. The instruction routine, we suggest, is cycle number one. And cycle number one helps us get things done. And it has three stops. The children learn to come when called. They learn how to, how to say, okay, mom, when they're given a task to do. And they learn how to report back. As we take children through that cycle, it does something inside for them. It helps them know how to develop a sense of obligation deeper inside of their hearts. The I need to wrestles with the I want to. And children learn to give up the I want to for the I need to. The obligation is the I need to, and it helps overcome the I don't feel like it. So we have obligation now that helps children deal with their episodes of emotional challenge. So lots of things take place when we do the therapy of the instruction routine with children. We believe parents are the best therapists for their children if they have a good plan. And most children need therapy. We call it training. The Bible uses the word training for children. And God is hidden within the concepts of obedience and honor and so on, these valuable tools. So the instruction routine is one of the tools that we use. Just keep in mind, it's not about the task, it's about the process. And that's what builds the character in children. The second one you mentioned was the break, and that's part of a different cycle. I believe every child needs to at least have these two cycles going. One is how to get things done well, that's building responsibility and so on and cooperation and kindness and those other things in the getting things done department. But then when a child's off track, how do they get back on track? We use a number of tools in that cycle. One of them is the break, as you mentioned, and many parents have said the break has saved our family. It helps them in some great ways to be able to manage their internal stuff that they're doing. So we want to use the break. It's not like a timeout. 
Your timeout is like a punishment you give to a child for a crime they've committed. And you're like the policeman who has to keep them there. The break is much different. The break transfers responsibility to the child. It's the beginning of a repentance process in a child where the child needs to take a break, settle down and return when they're ready. Now, some children come back, I'm ready before they're ready. And we might have to send them back a few times, but we're teaching them when you're off track. That is when your anger is out of control or when you've lied or when you, you're not focusing on what you need to focus on. You've gotten distracted. You are off track. You need to pause for a moment, pull back, settle down, and then come back into the situation. So we want our children to understand the break. It's an adult skill. We're working and using it with a 14-year-old right now with one parent. And the child says, that sounds like it's childish. And mom's saying, no, this is an adult skill. This is what I use when I'm off track. And I need to get back on track. I pull back, settle down, and then I move forward. These tools that we've developed are tools that we've gleaned from God's word as we try to understand how does God bring about change in the life of a person? He calls it sanctification. We call it parenting as we're working with our kids. But we're God's hands and feet many times in our children's lives to help them grow and develop in that process of maturity, spiritual growth, emotional health, intellectual strength. All of those things are are worked on. And so we have a lot of techniques. The the break is one. The uh, instruction routine is another. They are structures that we've created that help form inside of a child's heart the biblical pillars that children need to be successful in life. They're wonderful tools. And I, I had to work with a parent taking my classes, and she was amazed. I mean, she was really amazed because her grandson would not come when she called him. And she said, what am I supposed to do? But the instructional routine, they practiced it often, and she started, he started obeying. And he started coming the first time when she called. And he realized that it was a command, and it was not just a suggestion to come. And the break, I love it. It works so well, and it helps parents. It keeps, like you say, the relationship between the parent and the child at a more loving relationship level, because otherwise it's policemen telling them that they have a timeout, and then they can't come out until they serve their time. Whereas with the break, you're lovingly telling your child, listen, go take a break, think about what you did, and when you're ready to discuss it, come back and we'll talk about it. And it just works so well, especially with little children, more for little children. But again, with older children, as you said. So the third question, I'm sorry, go ahead. It helps us with all kinds of ages. I I think that this idea of the break really comes from understanding of how God works in a person's life. I like to tell parents the story of Jonah. God says, uh, when Jonah starts running the other way, God says, okay, I'm going to have to discipline this guy. What am I going to use? I guess I'll use a break. Where should I have him sit? And so God creates this fish and Jonah gets in the fish. It takes him three days to change. I say to children, three days. Can you imagine? It wouldn't take me three minutes to change if I was in a fish's heart. Finally, Jonah repents. And when he does, what does God do? God goes right back and he says to Jonah, it says in Jonah chapter three, and the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time saying, get up and go to Nineveh. God goes straight back to cycle number one, getting things done. Let's follow instructions now. But he had to take a detour. I just love when you take biblical parenting classes because you really see the perfect biblical parent, God working in these instructions that you have. You see where he's applied it in his word and how we're to apply it in our day-to-day challenges with our children. So I really think it's amazing and I love it. And so the third question I have is please tell us about your work 
And can you explain how parents can benefit from your wisdom and your organization? Well, sure. I know that some parents listening here are going to jump on this heart-based approach. They know that this is where we need to work with a child is in the heart. Some of them are going to become coaches like you, Leanne, and they're going to say, I want to take the training to become a coach. And they'll just jump right into that and be able to help so many parents today who need help. Others are saying, wow, you know, I need help in my own family. I need to be coached. And so if that's the case, then you want to visit our website at biblicalparenting.coach and you'll learn all about the coaching program and how we can bring about significant change in a child's life within an eight-week period of time. You see, the heart is like a black box. And everything about a child, whether it's a biological challenge or a reactive problem or some kind of a, any of the kind of thing has to pass through the black box. If we can work on the heart, this black box and help children understand it, then all of life flows from that. The Bible says we want to help them do that. So in our website, biblicalparenting.coach, you'll see videos of just introducing you to the program, what it looks like. And then I even do free consultations with any parent just to see if this program would work for them in their particular situation. It's amazing when parents start getting a glimpse of how a heart-based approach brings about change in a child. They go, I'm in, I want this. So certainly they can go to that website. We have another website, biblicalparenting.org. And there we have hundreds, really hundreds of resources. I've written 15 books on parenting. We have pages and pages of articles that are free there. We've got audio sessions and video curriculum you can look at. We have a division that helps churches to develop parent ministries in their churches, often initiated by interested parents who say, we got to do this in our church. We then have all these resources for parents as well. We've got a lot of things we can offer. So visiting our website at biblicalparenting.org can direct you to those appropriate resources as well. One of the things you can do while you're there is to sign up for our free email parenting tips. And those parenting tips are articles that we write that just stimulate you in this area of the heart. What is it, if we understand what the heart looks like, how does that affect the lives of our children? How does it affect the way we work with our children? Because many parents are using behavior modification, reward and punishment, and it just is not working for them. They need a bigger approach. So this heart-based approach is strategic, lots of ideas and solutions right there that parents can take advantage of. And your book, Parenting is Heart Work, is just a phenomenal book. It's a heart transformation. We need to transform our children's hearts. But the only thing that transforms our character and our actions is what penetrates our heart. It's not only about the salvation for the children, but it's also about the preservation of Christianity. Yes, you're right. It's so important for us to be able to work on these things. God has told us that not even the gates of hell can stand against his church. We know his church will continue on forever. But it's our job to pass this faith on to our children. How are we going to do that? Moral and spiritual development, our children, is paramount for their future success. We can take them to sports events. We can take them to get involved in music, drama, karate, or whatever else. But the most important thing we do is pass the faith on to our children. And we show parents what that looks like in very practical terms, not only in just teaching them about the Bible, but just in real life experiences around the house. That is what they learn in the Biblical Parenting Coaching Program. Yes. Thank you today for sharing your wisdom and everything you're doing for parents. Thank you, Leanne, for having me. I'm grateful. And let's all work together to raise strong Christian kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. 
Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. <laughs>